Well, it is about to be a moment if I ever saw one. Now, I am I'm no mathematician. You all know this, but I have to say we have a couple crazy 360 moments about to go down here at Cancel Me Baby. So, please welcome the Jack Kilmer. You may recognize the name. Now, Jack is here to talk about Detective Night Independence. And let's talk about these, you know, these 360 moments for a minute before we bring him in to the chat, okay? Because in the final installment of Bruce Willis's, what will likely be his final action thriller, right? So this franchise already pays homage to Die Hard, but Jack has, get a load of this, okay? A standoff, a showdown, a final showdown, if you will, with Bruce in this movie, okay? And that's not all. There's also a shootout scene that he's in that is super reminiscent of the one in Heat, very, very famous in which his dad was with De Niro and Pacino. Again, may have heard of them. So Jack, welcome to the show. Wild moment, I'm sure, for you. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Taylor. I, I appreciate it. And um, it's good to be here. Yeah. Good morning. I'm excited. So we had Paul on for the last installment. So you're here for the last one, Independence. Now, with all that being said, all of these, like I said, wild 360 moments, I have to imagine that is super nuts for you. I know it is for audiences. I'll tell you that. Even reviews I'm seeing, right? People are like, what time warp am I in? This is nuts. 100%. I mean, I'm not quite sure what you mean by 360 moment, but it was intense and incredible going up against um, Bruce Willis. Um, you know, we, we do have a, a showdown and yes, it is glorious. I don't know what else to say. I mean, um, you did, you mentioned heat. I mean, I got to see that movie a couple of years ago when like Michael Mann was doing all these screenings and, yeah, you know, I don't normally watch my dad's movies, but um, it was so awesome to see it in in theaters. And and yeah, like I think I was on set for this um, for this movie, and everyone, you know, we had Bruce Willis there. We're all fans of movies, and so we were just nerding out about action movies and yeah. Michael Mann movies, and it was a lot of fun. So. Well, that's why I say 360, right? Because again, like, first of all, the this being, like I said, so reminiscent of Die Hard, which is so legendary, which is what like cemented Bruce Willis in pop culture. And now this like kind of going out with a bang, right? In his career. And then on top of it, um, you and the kind of parallel with he in that moment. So, you know, I guess like the generation, you know, that follows and then here are all these moments kind of you know making it in a, a poetic way I suppose yeah no I get I get what you're saying and mm -hmm. and yeah I mean it was like you know I'm not sure about a 360 but we were you know we were spinning on all cylinders in all every direction and and um just just firing on all cylinders so 
yeah, it was it was pretty epic. So epic. That's a good way to put it. So we only have, I mean, as my viewers know, these junkets are tough because I like to go deep and they're like 10, 15 minutes, right? So right. thematically, this movie's really interesting because there's so many areas of nuance, which obviously we don't have time to get in the weeds today, but just to give people an overview, right? It talks about freedom, about police, about the American dream, the bad guy. And that in and of itself is provocative and can be subjective, right? Like bringing humanity to the bad guy, issues with society. So, you know, no big deal. Just some of these, you know, light topics. Yeah, but I wanted yeah. to ask you, Jack, if <laughs> there was a message, political or not, uh, that you took away from this movie with all that being said. Yeah, totally. I mean, so a movie that we referenced a lot for this this movie was the Joker and um, okay. yeah. And if you've seen, you know, whether it's Heath Ledger's Joker or Joaquin Phoenix Joker, the, the Joker or, you know, any of the Joker characters, there's like, there's a kind of um, a, um, what do you call it? Like a subversive element to it and um, kind of apocalyptic element to it. And um and a very American theme as well, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and uh, yeah, obviously like what it was just the anniversary of January 6th and, and, you know, we shot this in 20, 2021 and all that stuff where, where our country was during that time was very on our fresh on our minds. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of the division and the, this just the the suffering that was going on in this country um, was was absolutely on our minds when making this movie, and I'm sure influenced Ed, Edward, our director, who mm -hmm. you know wrote it, and and um, yeah, it was uh, you know there, it, there's like a kind of archetype of this this kind of American person who isn't doesn't get the American dream isn't um for whatever reason is dealt whatever cards they're dealt in life they mm -hmm. you know and they um they they snap and they can't uh yes. <laughs> they can't handle it <laughs> everybody but that's what's so crazy i feel like this film really mirrors that it's like people are just losing their shit and i feel like no matter what side you're on, whether it's, you know, pro police, anti police, pro gun, anti gun, yeah. like people are just trigger happy and they're just losing their minds. And that's where your character is really kind of what you just said, reflective of that. And it made me think like even comparing, I, I talk about, you know, the generational gaps and the differences here. And even it's, it's, it's reflective of our time. I'm sure even in a way that like you say your dad's films, right. Don't maybe have that sort of sinister feel. It's like our society and our culture and the people in it are in such a different place and it, in, a, in a darker place, you know, in a way. 100%. I mean, there's the, you know, there's a lot of people that spend a lot of time on the internet now. And, you know, there's a lot of fear out in the, the consciousness yeah. and, um, you know, some people when they're on hard times or they get unhealthy, they, they, they spiral. And this is, you know, this is the character of Desi. He's, he's mm -hmm. the guy who, 
who has um, spent a lot of time at home with his thoughts and, and yeah. with conspiracy theories. And then, um, and, you know, he's not sleeping. And, and one day he just, he just snaps and he does it in a very American way, you know? And, you know, and, on the other side of that coin, Paul and I talked about this with his character and redemption as well. Right. It's like, there's also something about this movie where it, it, it reflects societal issues, but through the lens of the bad guy who takes issue with society. And you're like, you know, yeah, yeah. he's not totally wrong. Like it's crazy. And there's also things about him, like being taken for granted, your character specifically, like revenge or vengeance mm -hmm. that I think is a very, very vulnerable and, you know, humanitarian trait that everybody can relate to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's the thing. That's why we reference Joker so much is that, yeah. you know, Desi is is uh, quite a vulnerable person and he's not the he's not like a tough guy or a cool guy. He's really kind of, um, you know, he's a bit fragile and a bit. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, he's. The antihero. And, and yeah, it's interesting that he said that he's like a it's from the perspective of the villain um i kind of felt for him like, in a way i'm like he yeah, wants to be a cop right. and go make the world better but maybe by killing people isn't the way but you know his his, yeah, heart, yeah. his intentions are there right? right like that's exactly you put it way better than i did it was said yeah that's exactly it he's um you know you, you root for the guy you know and I, um and we wanted, yeah, we did, we did think about that actually. We wanted him to be likable and and cool, and you can almost imagine yourself in his position, and and um, yeah. that makes it even more terrifying when he snaps. And <laughs> yeah, listen, I, yeah. I consider myself an underdog, and I have such a soft spot for the underdog. Yes. I know I could. And that's the scary thing. It's like, oh shit, I I'm actually feeling for this guy, and I actually can relate to this guy. Yeah, totally. And not and not to get too too deep with it, but please do. But yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of people that you know do crazy things, it's like, you know, do as a society, do we listen to these people? You know, probably. Maybe we sit down and talk to them and 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 like maybe through that we can come up with some kind of like solution and not a hundred. And, and you know, that I mean, listen, that in in a way, like my show is, you know, irreverent and, you know, all this, but that actually is the point of it, right? Because we're so quick to like corner people and silence them and shut them out. And I feel that that makes people, even if it's something as silly as like, you know, a, a sitcom that'd be canceled, that whatever, like, yeah, it makes people fester in their feelings even more versus getting in there and seeing what's really going on, right? It causes I 100% agree with you. And, you know, like we went being like an actor, you have to you go to all these different parts of the country. And, and oftentimes you sit down with people and you might have a drink with them or talk to them. And then you figure out that you're have different views politically. And but, um, mm -hmm. but you can still come together. And, and um, I think that's a beautiful thing. And can you tell me though, Taylor, about this podcast because it has yeah. one of the best names of that I've ever heard. Thank you, Jack. Um, it is the name is incredible. Um, but what? Yeah, what do you guys kind of? 
Well, it's it's me. I'm a one woman show. A little bit of my background. I was a long time red carpet reporter in Hollywood, and I always yeah. went deeper with celebrities and really it's like we were you know best friends right but my show is kind of a branch off of that because I just feel like what I just said society is always telling us what to be and what to think whether it be men women woke conservative whatever it is and my show I just really want to empower people to break out of those boxes it's like just think for yourself and be who you are and I'll get people from total both sides of the aisle we could disagree but we'll have a good time and that's the idea it's like cancel me I dare you like and I love that this movie is about freedom (laughs) and independence because I'm all about that American dream it's like let me be free don't tell me what to say or think like I'm gonna say what I want to say and I want to empower people to to do that as well period yeah and no i love it (laughs) period so uh, thank you we'll have you back for a more a deeper dive but i I have to let you go jack but something one last thing i want to kick off with um is because it's it's in the news right now and it's very buzzy is the idea like i don't know if you saw Haley bieber with the nepo baby like the nepotism shirt thing Um, And this is something I'll talk to celebrity kids about. I, in (laughs) fact, I just talked to Brandon Jenner about it. Yeah. He talks about how, like, you know, in a way, like, of course we're lucky, but we actually like have something extra to prove. Um, So I was curious, you know, your last kind of thoughts on that and your experience. Well, first of all, I want one of those t-shirts. That's hilarious. Really? Oh, he's like, I'll wrap that shit. (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's just, that is so funny. Um, But I, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I mean, I think it's like, you you said they might have something to prove if you're, you know, from a Hollywood family or sure. daughter, uh, the kid of some famous person. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's true. I definitely want to have my own identity and, um, and I want to do cool stuff and improve myself but also in this in 2023 it's it's much different than it was in the early aughts or in the 90s where it was you know you got shit for something like that excuse me but um it's it's a whole different game now and it's like people don't really care um that much and also everybody's famous now so there's no like it doesn't like tell me about it really affect um affect me that much anymore and um but I'm very I'm just very grateful honestly to be I, I have so many interesting friends and like connections through my family and it's really like I look at it as a gift and and something I want to like you know do do cool stuff with and and um yeah I, I you know I'm not sure love it sense, nope, we're, we're, we, we, yeah. we work with the cards we're dealt the good the bad and we're free yeah. in the process your publicists are going to come over here and kick my butt i have to let you go but okay. i'm having i had you know such a great time detective night independence jack kilmer yes hats off thank my you. friend thanks thank Taylor, you guys man. thanks <laughs> bye